lust doesn't always look the way you think it's going to look. I mean, I had no idea that when Rebecca McIntyre first walked into my classroom that my life would never be the same, but I mean, within just a couple weeks, I was captivated, could not stop thinking about her. I mean, she was exceptional. I mean, especially, you know, for a fifth grader. And <laughs> I should probably clarify, uh, I'm, in, I'm in fifth grade too, okay, so we're the <laughs> same age. Okay, so <clears throat> I'm just going to back up. So uh, growing up, we moved around a lot because my dad was in the Army. That's how we came to Alaska. Uh, in the late 70s, we were stationed at Fort Greeley, tiny little base in the interior. And by the time that Ronald Reagan was getting elected president, that's when Rebecca joined our class. Okay, so fifth grade. In fifth grade, the boys, we're just, we're just boys, okay? But fifth grade girls... Okay, well, some of them had begun the journey to, <laughs> to womanhood, you know? <clears throat> and, and we, the, the boys, we would, we would notice these sorts of developments. And uh, I can tell you that we discern no such transformation in Rebecca at this point. If you were to visualize her, I would basically imagine, like, a potato, with uh, a very ugly sweater and gigantic glasses and kind of a moppish, you know, bowl cut kind of thing. And in 1979, that's actually a pretty popular hairstyle. And it, it did look really good if you were an Olympic figure skater. Um, not flattering on, like, anyone else, really. Uh, so the point I'm trying to get across here is that... Uh, there was absolutely nothing sexy about the fifth grade version of Rebecca McIntyre, except for her brain. And I know what you're thinking, is it even possible to lust after someone's brain? And, well, the facts say yes, because physically, she was practically androgynous. <clears throat> However, she was by far the smartest girl in our class. And I've always liked the smart ones. So uh, this also made the challenge of tricking her into liking me all the more appealing. <clears throat> the main problem, of course, was that I had absolutely zero experience in romantic matters at this point. So my idea was to uh, outsmart the opponent using logic. I enlisted the help of my best friend, Al Ferguson. And uh, so Al is a police officer now, but in fifth grade he wanted to be a paratrooper because he was an expert in military tactics and combat maneuvers. <laughs> the plan, capital letters, um, was elegant and simple in concept, but... Uh, really very extensive in scope. Um, the general idea was to ask very pointed and deliberate questions in which there can only be a handful of possible responses. This would allow us to map out every conceivable direction that the conversation could go. And uh, we spent an entire month mapping the whole thing out on two large pieces of poster board <laughs> and uh, doing drills every day. Um, 
until we were so prepared that we thought there's no way for this plan to fail. So finally, the pre-appointed day arrived, and I dialed Rebecca's home telephone from my home telephone after school on a Tuesday. She answered the phone herself, so we just skipped ahead to section B. <clears throat> and and I'm, I'm feeling really confident, so I just jump right in. Hello, Rebecca. This is Brett from class. I suppose you're wondering why I've called. Well, I was wondering if you like me. <laughs> there you go. Um, a direct question that she had no way to prepare for. I mean, if she answers yes, I mean, then I don't have to trick her. And if she answers no, well, I have the perfect response to that. Oh, well, Al and I uh, had a bet, and, well, you just helped me win $5, so thank you. <clears throat> Obviously, she would be very impressed with my cleverness and begin to fall in love with me. Either way, I'm good. So, you know, I have her right where I want her, and I just let the question hang in the air. Al's over there holding the boards and giving me the thumbs up, and, <clears throat> and then she answered, not yes, not no. She replied, well, do you like me? I, I did not have an answer for that. <laughs> I kind of started to freak out a little bit. Uh, so did Al, because this is not part of the plan. You understand, like, I'm searching the plan for any answer that I could reasonably substitute, but the whole point of the plan is to eliminate improvisation. Frankly, I'm just unprepared for this kind of a direct question, so I just said, yeah? And she said, well, I hate your guts, and slammed down the phone. <laughs> I... I am ruined. <laughs> she defeated the plan? How is that even possible? My life is over, and I'm ten. <laughs> and a half. Well, I can tell you that I immediately regretted the decision to attempt this on a Tuesday because... Now I had to face her for the next three days at school. I, of course, tried to pretend I was sick, but my mom wasn't buying it. Thank you, Mom. <sighs> Needless to say, Rebecca tormented me for the rest of fifth grade, and what made it even worse was the fact that her impressive reversal clearly demonstrated her superior intellect, and that only made her more attractive in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> 